from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Good morning to you. It is a Monday, October 12th. we got a great show in store for you to start the week. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here soon, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. Not for much longer uh, as he's retiring, but uh, we'll talk to him all about yesterday's gospel as we move into the week today. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist, going to give us an extended forecast. I think it's going to cool down this week, everyone. So those of you that like fall weather, uh, this will be the week for you. Those of you that like summer weather, well, last week kind of hanging on, it, it seems to me like. So uh, we'll talk to Megan about it at 740 today. Joe Stopulis, host of Man Up here in Iowa Catholic Radio, going to preview his 9 o'clock show. 745, we're going to have uh, our new monthly segment on with Jesse Weiler, who's the director of the Liturgical Institute in the Archdiocese of Chicago. We're going to talk about the Holy Mass, and that's what this monthly segment's going to all be about. So we're going to talk about different parts of of the mass, uh, different, um, you know, what what the saints had to say about the mass, why this is the most powerful prayer, how we know that sacred scripture in the mass, all of it is going to be covered during this monthly segment with Jesse Weiler. We're going to start today with the topic progressive solemnity. I'm going to ask him what that is in the mass and how our parishes can be better with the progressive solemnity. Yes, it uh, it will be very interesting on with Jesse Weiler today at about 7:45. All right. Uh let's get to it. No uh Deacon uh no Deacon this morning, so we'll uh, we'll offer our morning prayer to Almighty God as we pray. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. Mr. Perfect 4-0 on the weekend Ooh. on your uh, prediction scale. Congratulations on that. And, yeah. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I would have rather gone 3-1, and one, uh, but, uh, you know, the Vikings <laughs> did, not, uh, did not come through in the end. In the end, they were leading the game last night. I was kind of dipping in and out between that and the NBA Finals. Yes. And by the way, congratulations to your guy, uh, LeBron, won another title yes, on a different did. team. So hats off to him. First uh, player but, in uh, NBA yeah, history going back and forth. to uh, ever win three titles with three different teams. And he beat the team, the Miami Heat last night, he beat the team that he won his first title with. Yep. Yes, he did. It was uh, it was interesting to see. So, uh, Amazing. yes, it, it you know the NBA. It's it was a long, long playoffs, but uh, they managed to get through it. Well, they did, and they did it because they were all in a bubble down there in uh, uh, at Disney World down in Florida. They've been down there since for what three months, and uh, if you win, 
you were the last you were the last people to see your families because yeah. you were just in a bubble nobody was in let in or out and that includes friends and uh and now those guys are all they were on planes last night heading home for the first time yeah but, uh, some yeah, have they did. said <laughs> it took some ingenuity yeah some have talked about there being an asterisk next to this because of covid but i i, I say just the opposite really i mean you know when you're when you're away from your family for three months like this the mental health aspect of of some of the players that they came out and was saying it, it was tough on them so uh it was mm-hmm. it was um you know, sports are sports. In the end, they don't matter at all. Uh, they don't. But, you know, through through these last seven months, a lot of sports has, uh, you know, the sports that have been there for us have gotten us through. Uh, and uh, it's been it's been fun to kind of take a little break, kick back, and, and watch some, some entertainment like that. Well, it certainly is. And, and you're so right, John, on that aspect. The other part is, I can see where the asterisk is, uh, home, home court advantage. It was all neutral court, yep. you know, the... Uh, the Lakers didn't have their fans there, neither did Miami, and they were kind of basically the host team for the NBA playoffs. And you see that in, in college football. Some places have uh, fans in the stands or a limited amount. Uh, so that, that's that's kind of uh, that's where the asterisk comes in. Is like the home field or the home court advantage uh, isn't quite there. Well, I kind of like that. You know, I, the best team wins now. No, uh, you know, no, no, none of the flashy stuff. None of the fans giving you kind of that adrenaline. You got to go out and do it yourself. Best team wins yeah that's true well you, you found that out this uh, weekend your yep. best teams won notre dame iowa state and of course <laughs> seattle coming from behind yeah. to beat your uh, your vikings last night but you predicted that so yes. I'll, I'll give you uh, a perfect 4-0 this weekend mr leonetti congratulations thank you i appreciate that all right well let's get right to it now they got the formalities out of the way for the week Thank goodness. Uh, from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwalk, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have a cloudy skies. There is some light rain that will be moving through here this morning. 54 degrees right now. West-northwest wind gusty 20 miles per hour. We've seen gusts near 30 miles per hour at times. We had storms move in overnight, mainly south of Des Moines is where they ended up uh, going from uh, west to east and uh, today we'll see rain give way to partly cloudy skies and dry conditions later this afternoon a high of 68 degrees uh, west northwest winds at 15 gusts up to 25 miles per hour throughout the day tonight mostly clear overnight low of 50 degrees and then tomorrow partly cloudy dry high of 72 degrees for your tuesday wednesday it'll be breezy and warmer a high of 77 degrees and then as uh, you mentioned earlier john uh, thursday and friday breezy and colder highs in the mid 50s well in the news on this uh, monday morning the national weather service says iowa's derecho in august was a billion dollar disaster the weather service has released a map of 16 billion dollar uh, disasters across the United States in 2020 through the month of September. The Iowa derecho joined the uh, West Coast fires and tornadoes along with other severe weather in parts of the country on the list. Uh, with 16 disasters so far in 2020 has already tied uh, 2011 and 2017 as years for the largest number of disasters in a calendar year. Uh, this is also a record sixth consecutive year where 10 or more billion dollar disasters have struck the United States. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print on Saturday and Girls Swimming. Third ranked Dowling finishing second at the 18 Johnson Invitational as Waukee, second ranked Waukee, outlasted number three Dowling by three points in that uh, swim meet. Uh, also on Saturday, Dowling Girls Volleyball Team, they're ranked number one in Class 5. They upended number one 
out of Class 4A Cedar Rapids Xavier 3-2 to and defeated 7th-ranked Ankeny Centennial 3-0 at the Ankeny Centennial Volleyball Tournament on Saturday. Uh, the Maroons have their final match tomorrow night. They'll take on number 3 uh, out of Class 2A Dyke New Hartford at the Dowling Gym tomorrow night. And the conference meet is this coming Thursday before the Dowling Volleyball team opens up postseason next week. Last night it was Game 6 of the NBA Finals, and it's all over. The Los Angeles Lakers for the 17th time in their history defeated the uh, Miami Heat for their uh, 17th uh, NBA title, 106-93 down at uh, Orlando. Uh, the Lakers win that series four games to two. Yesterday's NFL scoreboard from the Midwest teams involved. The Raiders snapped a seven-game losing streak in Kansas City as the Raiders handed the defending Super Bowl champs their first loss, 40-32 at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City yesterday. Cleveland defeated the Indianapolis Colts, 32-23. And last night, the Seattle Seahawks defeated the Minnesota Vikings in Seattle, 27-26. Tonight, NFL Monday Night Football has a doubleheader once again. Denver is at New England this afternoon at 4 o'clock, followed by San Diego at New Orleans tonight at 7.15. Both games will be carried on ESPN. Yesterday, the Major League Baseball playoffs continued with the Division Series. Game 1 in the Best of 7 Series had Tampa Bay defeated the Houston Astros in the American League by the score of 2-1. to one. Tampa Bay leads that Best of 7 Series one game to none. Game 2 is this afternoon at 3 o'clock. And tonight, Game 1 of the National League Division Series, Atlanta at the Los Angeles Dodgers. First pitch, 7 o'clock. That will be televised on Fox. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have uh, cloudy skies, some light rain in the area, 54 degrees, a west-northwest wind at 20 miles per hour, and we're seeing gusts near 30 at times this morning. Today it'll be uh, cloudy skies and rain this morning, giving way to partly cloudy and dry conditions. Later today, a high of 68 degrees here in central Iowa with nor- west-northwest winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things are looking good for us this morning. Accident-free and no major delays, so it's a good way to start a Monday. Thanks to Builderkin Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builderkin has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien. It's all about soul. It's all about faith. Hey, Deacon Dave. Good morning. Good morning to you. How many weeks we got left at Mercy? Uh, let me think. Three? Three weeks, my friend. My goodness. Is it getting real? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's real. Now, what do you do you in know, retirement? Do you, do you start saying your goodbyes now? I mean, how does this work? Yeah, I yeah the farewell tour. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I'm not. There's not going to be any big hoopla or anything. I'll just say to some people that there are a lot of people that you know thank you for so much for putting up with me and all that kind of stuff. I've learned a ton, John. So I mean, it's just uh, yeah, it's just been a great experience about how people take care of the the sick and and you know we get to be on mission with god and all that so i mean it's a 
great faith-based organization in that sense. And I, uh, you know, even though sometimes it might not look that way at all times, but we certainly, uh, we certainly put that mission of the healing ministry of Jesus right out front. And so that's great. I love that kind of stuff. What do you hope to leave Mercy with that they didn't have before? Well, well, I don't. I don't know about didn't have before. Maybe I re reminded. Uh, you know, I've got this picture of Jesus. I, I, you probably never heard that story. Someday, maybe I'll tell you that story. But uh, you know, the first week I was here, you know, it was a horrible week for me because I had a 15 month old die in a respirator, and mm. and uh, and I have permission to tell the story because I talked to the parents and stuff like that. And I just thought, oh boy, I made a mistake. I made a horrible mistake. And then. Uh, in the long runs of the story, make it really short, uh, I came across this picture that was given to me, you know, because I was questioning, what the heck am I doing here? And there was this picture of Jesus uh, standing next to a physician in, during surgery. And, you know, it was kind of the message for me was that just remind people, Dave, that I'm there. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about what kind of credentials you have, what kind of, you know, background, all that kind of stuff, which I was really, really questioning, you know, once I got here. Um just remind people, and I and I'm, I'm hoping that's what it is. Really, I hope you know. I you know you. I don't know if I made a place better. I can, you know some people like to come in and say I want it better than it was when I came in. All I'm saying is that I hope that I was still that continuous reminder. And when people leave, you know, because we do prayer overhead now, and they recognize my voice right away, and prayer at night. Uh, they uh, we do all kinds of things with uh, prayer established down in the chapel. You know, besides mass, we do adoration. You know, we do rosaries. Uh, down there and stuff with group people. I had a great people of uh, uh, the Carmelites who helped me out so much, a great group of people who pray every day, hmm. every day for this ministry. I mean, it was just, they'd come in, and there's only about four or five of them, you know, but they did it, and I, and we, we established a couple of prayer groups doing all that. And so, I mean, it's just those kind of things, prayer, 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 prayer. You know, yeah. real simple, you know, I'm a simple guy with a simple plan, prayer, prayer, prayer. Yeah, that's it. And that's, uh, I think, what you brought there and, and hopefully strengthened. As you said, it was already there, but, you know, really uh, continue to strengthen and remind people this is this is by far what's most important in our lives. And sometimes, you know, when when you're there um, and in those situations like that at, at Mercy, um, you know, you're meeting people when they're most, <laughs> some of them uh, on their last leg, sometimes with faith uh, in general as well, wondering why and uh you know, your ability to be able to remind them that that God is there is uh, something. Yes, that, that's right. That's why it's a mission, John. Yeah, it's a mission. You know, you certainly got their attention. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to force anything to anybody, but you certainly got their attention. When a lot of times we talk about God, I've held their hands while they're dying, John. I've yeah. seen their eyes. I watched their, and they're glad you're there. You know, they're glad you're. Somebody has taken an interest at the end of their lives, regardless where they were on their faith journey. You know, regardless. And so, and that's what the nuns did. You know, the nuns so many years ago, that's what, you walked through this place, you saw 15 habited women, holy cow, you know, what? this place is different, you know, this place is a little different than the rest of them, you know, and what is it, and what what, uh, what message does that send, and how do we carry that message out to that healing ministry of Jesus? Not only healing and physically, hopefully, we, we, we certainly pray for that, but the spiritual healing that can go on. That's it. Uh, Matthew 22, 1 through 14 is what we heard yesterday, Jesus speaking in parables again. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, the, the Gospel of Matthew, that's why some people don't like the Gospel of Matthew for this. You know that? It's it's one of the harder Gospels. It's one of the ones the Church used early. It was the one the Church used early. That's why it's first in the Bible. Uh, and the Church went by this thing. stuff. You know, they 
the early church, that's what they did. And they, you know, it's one that you talk, it challenges you because of the parables, all of the parables. And Matthew's trying to do that. Remember who he's talking to? He's talking to a Jewish nation that's trying to get them to see that they need to move further in their faith. They can't just rely on the laurels that they had that God saved them from Egypt, you know, and got them out of slavery. you gotta, you got to move on here, and you got this is what God, who God really is. And you're getting the most direct revelation. You're getting God in the flesh yep. speaking through man in the flesh. And that's what the Gospel of Matthew is. what I love about it, but it is challenging. And this one is just as challenging. And I want you to know that I always kind of remind people where he's at at this point in his life, you know, because he's intense. He is intense. You have to understand, you gotta you got to see Jesus was kind and all that kind of stuff, but very intense. John, have you ever known a guy that's intense? You ever know a guy? I, I know one, Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> really trying to get the message across. And I think it just really hits. I know you guys don't like to talk about this stuff, but you know, every other breath in the, in the culture that we're in today, we need to be talking Jesus. We yeah. need to be talking about how are you going to live this out? Because you're going to get a chance. You know, if we, if we don't smarten up and waken up here, we're not going to be able to live this out very much in this country anymore. If we don't, if, and I, I can't believe that we don't, we're not talking about that as Christians and every other breath that we're talking about. You know, because Jesus is telling us in this gospel the same way. He's telling those people, if you don't accept this, you're going to be thrown out of the kingdom. Right? At the end, the guy gets thrown out. You're not wearing the garment. What is the garment? What is the garment? you got to figure that out. You know, it was my last homily at, at St. Francis of the season when I did it. I, I came out with a garment in my hand. You know, it was the last one I did. I knew I was going somewhere else. And I, here's the garment. How? What is this? What does this mean? What is it? What's this garment? thing that Jesus is talking about that you got to have, that he gives you. He will give you the garment. He'll give it to you, but you've got to you you want to put it on. You can't be reduced to silence. We've been reduced to silence in, this, in, 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 in the way we're living our lives right now. We've gotten content. Rather than every other breath should be talking about, this is who we are. We are Christian. We are Catholic. We are what we are, and this is the way we're going to be. And some people are not going to like that. They're going to they're going to, just like they did the servants and the prophets in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the parable, right? They, they throttled some, they killed some, they, they, they harassed them, they wouldn't buy it. But we still have to do it. This is what we must do. This is what we're called to do. That's it. Uh, we'll, we'll end there. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew 22, 1 through 14, but better than a cup of coffee. Deacon Dave O'Brien always bringing it. Uh, Sunday's gospel yesterday, launch into the week. I think he's done just that for us. Would you give us your blessing? Get out there and live it. Get out there and talk about it so we don't lose it, my friend. So That's we're it. not going to lose it in this country. We're going to fight it. So, Lord, let's ask for this blessing. We, we appreciate the parables. We appreciate the intensity, Jesus, that you had to love us. Intense love. It's an intense love, Lord. And so, Lord, we just ask for that blessing that we may go out and proclaim your name in everything we do. And we ask for this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you. All right. Deacon Dave O'Brien, everyone. Went over a little bit uh, on that one, uh, friends, because uh, it was that good. And, uh, you know, there's a few people I will let go over their time. And Deacon Dave, he gets all the time he wants on this show. Uh, all right. Coming up right after this, who is Blessed Carlos or Carlo, excuse me, Acutis? Uh, I'm going to have that for you. Yesterday, he was beatified now. Uh, he is Blessed Carlo Acutis. He is the first millennial to be beatified. Yes, just dying in uh, 2006 in a time.
Italian teenager, now blessed Carlo Acutis. I'm going to have his story for you coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Monday, October 12th. And thank you to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. Dean Bell. Now, he is uh, with you, friends, from the beginning to the end. That's one thing that I, I, I just really want to make uh, make sure everyone knows here at Iowa Catholic Radio. He is, yes, a dear friend of mine, but more than anything, a supporter here of Iowa Catholic Radio, a Christian man who believes, yes, believes in the power of Catholic Radio and what it can do and has done for so many people throughout their lives. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs, 963 494 residential re-roofs 963-4494 thank you confluence brewing company for underwriting christ is the answer with father ricardo and for your support of iowa catholic radio father ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m monday through friday confluence brewing company is located off the bike trail south of gray's lake confluencebrewing.com Thank you, Blessed International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessed International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessedManInternational.org. That's BlessedManInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Catholic Radio, changing hearts and minds. found your station about a month ago, and I have never turned my station off since I found you. Every time something I take offense to comes up, y'all answer it almost immediately as to make me see through with prayer. Thank you so much for saving me. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? You can give at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or call 515-223-1150. Yesterday was a big day, friends, big day in the life of the the church. And uh, really, I mean, yeah, you kind of laugh at this, but uh, I think it's kind of neat. The first millennial was, uh, was beatified yesterday in the Catholic Church. Carlo Ocutis, a uh, Catholic Italian teenager dying in 2006, 
uh, beatified yesterday. He was a gamer, computer programmer, loved soccer, and loved the Eucharist more than anything. But who was he? Well, uh, Catholic News Agency put out a nice piece, uh, and they've got a bunch of stuff out there. I go there for my news uh, in the Catholic world. I always check that every single morning just to make sure uh, you know things are things are first of all okay, <laughs> whatever that means, I guess. Uh, but second of all, they've always got some nice stuff on there to be able to read and enjoy. They're at the top of my list. But he was born on May third, nineteen ninety one. Excuse me, nineteen ninety one in London, where his parents were working. Now. He was um, he was born to a family that was really just kind of nominally Catholic. They they did not go to mass much at all. In fact, his mother went to mass uh, very little. I think you know for kind of important parts of her life, like the first Holy Communion, her confirmation. Uh, but that was really it. So he wasn't really involved. His parents weren't really involved in the church. Uh, but he, over the course of uh, some years, really started to um, hear stories about the Catholic faith and some of the different saints and, more importantly, Eucharistic miracles, which i get to in a second, that just intrigued him more than anything. And he just went all in. Um, he suffered and was diagnosed with leukemia, uh, which is how he eventually died in 2006. He offered his sufferings once he was diagnosed. Get this. He said he offers... I offer all the suffering I will have to suffer for the Lord, for the Pope and the church. So in that time, Pope Benedict XVI. Now imagine that. It's getting real here, isn't it? I mean, think of this. You know, Pope, this isn't, you know, uh, you know, tens of, uh, you know, a hundred years ago or or 200 years ago. This is a, uh, a teenager who offered all of his sufferings for Pope Benedict XVI, and for the Catholic Church. Again, dying October 12th, uh, 2006, buried in Assisi at his request because of his love for St. Francis of Assisi. Uh, every time I go to Assisi, um, I will, I, I promise you, I will stop by his tomb. And if you go with me, you will too. Uh, his cause for canonization began in 2013. That's when he was declared venerable. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's a pretty holy kid. He seemed to have a special love for God, even though his parents weren't especially devout, as we said. Uh, but eventually he grew to love the rosary and, and holy mass. Uh, and his parents would, um, would take him on pilgrimages to places of the saints at his request. He would eventually drag them to mass and not just on the weekends, he wanted to go to Mass every single day. At the age of nine years old, he'd beg his parents to take him to Mass every day. And his parents would go along with him. And that, his mother said, started their conversion process. He was a witness to his faith, but he was more than anything a witness to his family. You know, I, listen, I, I'm all in on that. You can be a witness to the faith, tens of thousands of people, but more than anything, he was a witness first to his family. He was known for defending kids at school, got picked on, especially disabled kids. Uh, when a friend's parents, when his friend's parents were getting a divorce, Carlo made a special effort to include his friend in his family life. He um, built a website for Eucharistic miracles. How cool is that? He said, quote, on the site, the more often we receive the Eucharist, the more we will become like Jesus so that on this earth, we will have a foretaste of heaven. 
he was intentional, as I said before, about his suffering for the church, the Pope, and the people uh, who were suffering with illnesses as well. And, oh, by the way, he was a gamer. He uh, loved his PlayStation and his PlayStation 2. But at a spiritual discipline, he would only allow himself to play one hour a week. And he would say this is his penance, and this is what he would fast from because he loved playing games so much that he would only allow himself to play an hour a week, even though he wanted to play so much more. He was beatified yesterday, buried, as we said. His body is displayed in Assisi. Blessed Carlo Acutis, first millennial to be blessed. Pray for us. Amen. Powerful story. My goodness. All right, coming up, uh, we'll have Jesse Weiler at 745 with our first uh, segment, monthly segment, on the Mass. And we'll be having that continually uh, over the next uh, year. So 12 segments on the Holy Mass. Jesse Weiler coming up at about 745. Let's go to Megan Selwa, TV 13 meteorologist. Hi, Megan. Good morning. Good morning to you. Out my Say that again. It, said, it sounds like winter out my window. Yeah, it's a little breezy the out pit. there. And I, I, I said at the beginning, uh, you'll you'll give it, you'll give us uh, the rundown here, but it's going to cool off, right? Yes, it is going to be cooler. The weekend was very warm, a warm October weekend, well above average. Now we're going to be a little closer to average today's highs, about sixty-eight degrees. Our typical daytime high at this point in October is in the upper 60s. We will have mostly cloudy skies, and the winds will be very breezy today out of the northwest. Tonight, we'll see some clearing. 50 degrees will be the overnight low. Tomorrow, I am expecting more sunshine. Temperatures actually just a touch warmer, 72 degrees for the high. I think that's pretty much perfect weather when you hit 72 in the afternoon, but it will be cooler in the upper 40s by early on Tuesday, or excuse me, Wednesday morning. Wednesday, again, it will be our warmest day of the week. We'll reach 77 degrees ahead of some colder air that's on its way in. It will be breezy with southerly winds taking us to the upper 70s Wednesday, a few more clouds, and then a low early Thursday morning of 45. And that's when the deep chill sets in, 54 on Thursday, mostly cloudy skies. We will be in the mid-30s early in the morning on Friday. And then we'll stay in the mid-50s on Friday afternoon, still mostly cloudy skies. Another morning in the 30s early on Saturday, the upper 30s, but I am expecting more sunshine Saturday and Sunday, but it will stay chilly, 56 on Saturday and 54 on Sunday. So if you were looking for some chillier weather to go to the pumpkin patch or the apple orchard uh, this coming weekend is going to be the weekend you'll get that fall chill there you go uh those i listen i like fall weather i'm, I'm kind of all in on that um, i like it a little yeah. bit better than than you know the extreme heat um mm-hmm. but uh, nonetheless nonetheless here we are and uh we'll we'll uh, we'll bear it all right megan Selwa, channel 13 meteorologist thanks for coming on megan have a great week ahead. All right, Joe Stopulis coming up second half hour. Host of Man Up, going to preview his show. And Jesse Weiler with his first segment on the Holy Mass, the director of the Liturgical Institute there in the Archdiocese of Chicago. We'll talk all about it in different parts of the Mass uh, that uh, we should really know as Catholics. So this is kind of going to be a, um, a 101. Or, or Jesse's a little more advanced, so he might take us a little bit further on the Holy Mass. We'll have that for you coming up at about 7.45 today. All right, don't go anywhere. We're friends, John Lee Nettie in the morning here on a Monday, October 12th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. Thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Golden Rule.
thc.com. You see their vans everywhere, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, Golden Rule has a strong belief that the customer is always right and they should be treated as such. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you for underwriting this show, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio and all you do for us here. Iowa Catholic Radio, thank you, thanks you for supporting us. GoldenRulePHC.com. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it, except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation, and she will condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah they repented, and there is something greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus seems to harshly criticize the people of this generation as evil for their complacency. After all, God sent many prophets and did many things in their midst, and they still rejected him. Jesus warns them that even those who aren't considered the chosen people and who are seen as having little, if any, faith, recognize and acknowledge his previous signs. The gift and virtue of faith isn't something that's inherited. Rather, it's granted to us by God, and we must consciously and actively grasp and utilize it. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, our number one rule is the Golden Rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And there's no better time than now to be living it. This year has been one for the record books, and the hits just keep on coming. So at Golden Rule, we are doing what we can to help out yet again. Introducing our Golden Age Buyback Program. As your HVAC system reaches the golden years of life, we will give you up to $1,500 to have it replaced. Everyone deserves the Golden Rule, and this is one way Golden Rule gives back to you. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. This is going to be a glorious unfolding. Just you wait and see. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Thank you for all you continue to do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. You celebrate us. I know you're listeners and have been for quite some time, but we celebrate you as well. Uh, FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Thank you. Joe Stopulus coming up. Host a man up. Going to preview his 9 o'clock show. Jesse Weiler at 745 with his new segment on the Holy Mass. We're going to learn all about it and go deeper into it. So we'll have uh, Jesse Weiler coming up at about 745 today. All right. No Deacon Tony this morning. Let's offer our morning and our day to Almighty God as we pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. 
Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. How you doing? Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. Uh, it was a good sports weekend in general, but uh, yeah, so it was uh, a good week, a day yesterday. Uh, celebrate, you know, my wife, I, we joke on the show that, you know, she gets her birthday week, but uh, we never really celebrated her birthday with my mom and dad. So yesterday we had another birthday celebration for her and my brother-in-law for the September birthday. So uh, they got yet another uh, day. So that that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i like to hear that can't celebrate enough yeah well good and uh you got to be pretty happy you went four and oh this weekend you picked uh dowling and iowa state and notre dame and uh picks to picked against your vikings last night so you're four and oh you got a much positive record so i'm glad prediction friday's working out even though we tried to have it voted off the island so to speak it yeah. didn't work out but We'll move along. Would have rather gone three and one with that Vikings loss. That was a stinger, but uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, yes, prediction Friday was uh, was a winner. Yeah, well, you predicted that. You said your Vikings would lose, and they were winning the whole game until the yeah. end. It seemed like so. Yes, sirree. <laughs> but uh, it was it was late night watching LeBron James uh, win his fourth NBA title. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, it was interesting to be able to see. And yeah, I mean, hey, listen. You know, if you if you like sports, if you're a basketball fan, you're watching one of the greatest to ever play the game. You know, you got Jordan and you got LeBron, and and LeBron, who knows, he might catch him. Yeah, you don't, you never know. But this is his uh, fourth different uh, team that he's won on. And, third and uh, least Jordan or third, I'm sorry, and least uh, uh, Jordan won it with just one team, the Bulls. So. Yeah. Well, if you know, when you have such a phenomenal team that you're playing on, you wouldn't want to leave it uh, like Jordan had. And, uh, you know, LeBron, he said to kind of go around and, and find his teams. But he has. Mm-hmm. He's done it. Yep. And and he did it with a very storied program. Lakers won their 17th NBA title. That, them and the Celtics are the, the two best in that regard. So yep. uh, L.A. now back to uh, winning NBA titles. There you have it. All right, well, let's get ready for the uh, the day, as we heard from Megan earlier from the WHO-TV 13 Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have cloudy skies. There's some light rain in the area, as we did have rain move in overnight. 54 degrees with a west-northwest wind at 20 miles per hour. We're seeing gusts near 30. Today it'll be uh, cloudy skies and rain this morning, partly cloudy and dry this afternoon. Today's high is 68 degrees. You heard from Megan earlier telling us that. Uh, west-northwest winds 15 to up to 20. 25 mile per hour gusts uh, tonight mostly clear overnight low of 50 degrees and tomorrow partly cloudy dry high of 72 degrees for your tuesday wednesday to be breezy and warmer high of 77 degrees that'll be our warmest day of the week because thursday and friday will be breezy and cooler both days highs in the mid 50s well in the news on this uh, monday morning uh, the National Weather Service says Iowa's derecho in August was a billion-dollar disaster. The Weather Service has released a map of $16 billion disasters across the United States in 2020 through this past September. The Iowa derecho uh, joined the east-west fires and tornadoes, along with other severe weather in parts of the country, on the list. Now, with 16 disasters so far, 2020 has already tied 2011 and 2017 for the largest number of disasters in a calendar year.
This is also a record uh, sixth consecutive year where 10 or more billion-dollar disasters have struck the United States. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And uh, on Saturday, high school girls swimming, number three Dowling finishing second to number two Waukee by three points at the Johnson Invitational. Also on Saturday, Dowling volleyball team went 2-0 and on the day at the Ankeny uh, Centennial Volleyball Tournament held in Ankeny on Saturday. The number one Maroons defeated number one out of class 4A Cedar Rapids Xavier 3-2 to and defeated number seven out of class 5A Ankeny Centennial 3 nothing. Dowling volleyball team is now 17-2 and on the season and ranked number one in class 5A. They'll have their regular season finale match tomorrow night as they host Dyke New Hartford, uh, number uh, class 2A a team that is ranked third, and their conference meet is Thursday at Johnston. Last night, it was uh, the NBA Finals, and it was game number six, and it was all Lakers. Lakers defeated the Miami Heat 106-93. Lakers win that best of uh, seven series, four games to two, and for the 17th time, the Los Angeles Lakers are NBA champs. Yesterday's NFL scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams that were involved as uh, down in Kansas City, the Raiders snapped a seven-game losing streak in Kansas City as the Las Vegas Raiders defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 40 40- 32. In Cleveland, the Browns defeated the Indianapolis Colts 32-23. And late last night, the Seattle Seahawks at home defeated the Minnesota Vikings 27-26. Tonight, NFL Monday Night Football has a doubleheader. This afternoon, it is the Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots. They'll kick off at 4 o'clock, followed by the San Diego Chargers at the New Orleans Saints. And they'll kick off at 7-15. Both games tonight are on ESPN. Yesterday, the Major League Baseball playoffs, the division series got underway. Game one in the American League, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated the Houston Astros 2-1. to one. Tampa Bay leads that best of seven series, one game to none. And uh, game two is this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Tonight will be game one of the National League division series, Atlanta at the Dodgers, first pitch 7 o'clock, and that will be televised on Fox. And Dowling Catholic now is, has their opponent for the first round of the high school football playoffs. Actually, the Maroons got a bye in the first round. They'll play one week from this Friday. Friday, on Friday, October 23rd, Dowling Catholic hosting Sioux City North. That game will be played at Drake Stadium once again on Friday, October 23rd, pregame 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies, some light rain in the area, 54 degrees with a west-northwest wind at 20 miles per hour. Today, we will see uh, cloudy skies and some rain this morning give way to partly cloudy skies and uh Dry temperatures this afternoon. Today's high is 68 degrees with west-northwest winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning track report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free and no major delays to pass along. 235 is heading from the East Mixture and West Mixture downtown, running about seven minutes in either direction. Thanks to Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, another blessed we celebrate today, Blessed Francis Xavier Silos. 
He was born in eastern Germany and studied philosophy and theology. When he heard about the work of the Redemptorists, and when he heard the work that they were doing among German-speaking Catholics in the United States, he decided to join them. He traveled to Pittsburgh in 1843 and was ordained just a year later. During the Civil War, Father Silos grew concerned that seminarians and students of the Redemptorists would be drafted into military service. So he went to visit Abraham Lincoln and plead that his students be left to their studies. While eventually a few Redemptorists were to be drafted, Father Silos prevented many more from having a fight, in part because of his conversations with Abraham Lincoln. After the war, he traveled extensively in the Midwest and the Mid-Atlantic, preaching to mostly German-speaking immigrants to the U.S. He eventually found himself in New Orleans. While ministering to the sick, there he contracted yellow fever and died. He was beatified in the year 2000. We ask today, Blessed Francis Xavier Silos, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is, but in practice for over 30 years, 224-1776, that's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. Hello, Joe. Good morning, Mr. John Linetti. Good morning, sir. Nine o'clock is the show. What do we got coming up? It's uh, an interesting one today, John. Not a normal conversation for the Man Up show, but had a friend of mine, a listener to the show, ask me, hey, would you do a voter's guide, um, to the you know, Catholic voter's guide to the election? And I said, you know what? No, I won't, quite frankly. Um, (laughs) As as you know, John, and as my wife attested to, I don't need any more politics in my life. Um, And so I kind of shunned the idea, but then the more I thought about it, especially kind of when I was in the hospital with my fifth kid, I couldn't shake the idea just of me personally, kind of my own conviction, uh, on the issue of abortion. Uh, and how I, I just had this idea, this kind of vision. If, if we as Catholics, there's so many friends who are Catholic but vote for, against their, they don't want to vote for pro-choice people, but they do because they agree with them on health care and, and education and things like that. I just couldn't shake the notion that if we as Catholics, we as Christians, bounded together and just stood up against the pro-choice movement, you know, a lot of these candidates wouldn't be, uh, they wouldn't be pro-choice, quite frankly. Uh, if we wouldn't, you know, turn our eye to that. So I, I kind of today is going to talk about my convictions uh, as far as pro-life, the pro-life cause goes, and why I'm so ardent uh, on the pro-life cause. Yeah, that's coming up at nine o'clock this morning. You did the whole show on it, uh, John. No guest today. This is this is me, baby. This is, this this is, is all Joe, Joe Stopulus coming up this morning at nine o'clock. <laughs> uh, Joe, appreciate it, brother. I'll be listening. Thanks, John. See ya. All right. That's Joe Stopulus, everyone. Nine o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the evening. If you miss it, you can go to iowacatholicradio.com and uh, they're podcasted there. Jesse Weiler coming up next, all on the Holy Mass. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Doc, since 2001, yes, he has been working hard in ministering to people in Limpopo, South Africa. Basic needs. That's what they do. I mean, they try to meet the basic needs of their friends there and have been doing so, yes, since 2001. Thanks, Doc, for underwriting the show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, October 12th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins.
If you're a young person in your 20s and 30s, then check out the next Theology on Tap event this Wednesday evening. Tom Chapman of the Iowa Catholic Conference will talk about the role of Catholics in the American political process. The event will be held at the Sherwood Forest Event Center in Windsor Heights. The event begins at 7 p.m. and will end at 8.30. To learn more, find Young Catholics of the Diocese of Des Moines on Facebook. The Center for Social Ministry is holding their next session of Beyond the Book. Beyond the Book program is designed to highlight both the important works of social justice literature and those who work to live them out. Their next session is Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You. Each class is two hours in length with a Q&A session afterwards by a Des Moines community member actively involved in the featured social justice. To learn more, contact the Center for Social Ministry. Catholic Charities is in need of volunteers. Make a difference in your community by serving those in need at the Catholic Charities Food Pantry. They could use volunteers on Tuesday afternoons and all day Wednesdays. To learn more, contact Holly at Catholic Charities. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. October 12th. Here we are, ready for a great week here. And to help make that happen, Jesse Weiler, the director of the Liturgical Institute. You remember when I used to, every segment, ask what your title was? Yes. Because it was and like... Then would, and then you'd get it wrong. Right. Because it was like 20 words. <laughs> you know, I was like director of marketing and, and blah, 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 blah. But now it's just short and simple. You're heading this thing up now, director of the Liturgical Institute, Jesse Weiler, this is uh, going to be fun because we're going to have uh, a monthly segment now all on the Mass. Absolutely. I'm also excited. Yeah. Uh, and the first topic that we're going to really cover is progressive solemnity. And uh, that's what this is about as we learn about the Holy Mass. First of all, what does that mean? Well, uh, John, progressive solemnity is a wonderful gift that God has bestowed upon us in our humanity that we as humans in our innate nature... Uh, we look to variance in our lives to be able to point to things to say this is important, this is maybe not as important, but it gives us variance and variability in our lives 
and it reflect it's reflected in the liturgy. And we all know that there's this liturg- thing called the liturgical calendar. So we have ordinary time, Advent, all of that. But there is variance uh, in the liturgical schedule, even at a weekly or daily level, that we can look to to say, oh, this is a really important day for us, or we can do this today as we honor this particular saint, or today is a solemnity. And this is steeped all throughout the, the entire year so that we can uh, you know, attach ourselves, align ourselves with the liturgical uh, calendar at a daily level, and it can help really inform our parish life and our domestic church. So how can our uh, parishes kind of benefit from this? If there's priests or uh, those that are working for the church right now that are listening, what are some ways that we can be better at this progressive solemnity? Absolutely. So there, there are four uh, principal categories that a day would fall on. Those are uh, ferial days, which is a day that there's no particular saint honored. It's just a regular day um, in the liturgical calendar. And, and that you would probably see nothing different. And then you have a memorial, which is most saints fall under the memorial category. Mm-hmm. And again, you wouldn't necessarily do anything too drastically different in the Mass, but you would honor that saint in some of the readings during the Eucharistic prayer or in, the, in, um, in the, any of the introduction prayers as well. But then you level that up a little more, and you would have something called a feast, which is something that we would honor most apostles, all the apostles are elevated to feast. Pope Francis elevated Mary Magdalene in 2016 from a memorial to a feast. Now, this is where you start to see some things a little different as well. Uh, Normally, you would see two candles on or near the altar. On a feast, the uh, documents of the Church say that you should have four candles, Mm. two on either side, and that would just kind of make things a little, say, hey, today's maybe a little more important. And if it's a feast day, maybe you do a little more uh, chanting during the Mass, or you may incorporate, you may do the Our Father in Latin that day, just to say, hey, today's a little more important than just that memorial or ferial day. And then the third category, or the fourth category is solemnity, and on that day you would have six candles. Now, every Sunday is a solemnity, so that's really where you should see the, the really amazing liturgies, but there could be, obviously, solemnities during the week if it's a very special day, it's a holy day of obligation. And then you would see those six candles, you would see incense, you would really try to do as much singing in the Mass as possible. And there's this also really cool thing where you have a new bishop, uh, Bishop Johnson, if he, as the ordinary of the diocese, is celebrating a Mass on a solemnity, it's, there's this really cool thing, there is a seventh candle that is added uh, in the liturgy because he is the bishop of the diocese. So I did not know there's that. Always, there's all these really cool little things, and, and, and that's, that's included in progressive solemnity, too, because if you have the bishop celebrating the Mass, that, that is a special thing, because he has apostolic succession. And so we honor that by adding that seventh candle in the liturgy. Wow, that's interesting. I, I had no idea you had that seventh candle in honor of uh, a successor to the apostles. Very cool. And you also say that we can bring this into our homes as well. It's not just in our parishes. Yeah, I know some really uh, nerdy Catholics, John, as I know you do as well. <laughs> and I know the people that have their uh, their dining room tablecloth match the time of the liturgical year, nice. whether it's green for ordinary time or, or red for 
Pentecost or anything like that. But we can mirror these things in our domestic church and our homes as well. So let me give you an example. If uh, if the feast happens to come upon in August, the feast of St. Lawrence, who is the patron of those who grill out and barbecue and comedians, yeah. uh, because he was he was grilled, uh, literally, you could have a cookout every August, huh. in honor of St. Lawrence. And then at the end of the evening, you could all convene and you could have a joke-telling contest. Nice. And then the winner could be, you know... But this could be a thing that you could help form your children so that, you know, when those children end up going to college, they're going to say, oh, man, I really miss... You know, we would celebrate the Feast of St. Lawrence. We'd have this big barbecue, have a joke-telling contest. And they may think, okay... We're going to do that with our family. But what's important is that, not necessarily that, you know, you're grilling out or telling jokes, but what's important is that you're taking a part of this sanctifying, you know, life, this process in the Mass, which is, you know, worship of God and, and sanctification of mankind, and you're enjoining that to your every being and your life. And that's what the saints do more than anyone else. And you know that. You know that. That's what the saints do. That's it. Uh, great job, man. Uh, great, great uh, segment. And that, that that's what you're going to get each month, friends, here uh, on the show uh, with Jesse Weiler, the director of the Liturgical Institute. Uh, what's your website? You can go to liturgicalinstitute.org. And I know they have a lot of different programs there for you as well. Liturgicalinstitute.org. Talk to you soon, brother. All right, that puts the show in the books, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on this Monday. Boy, that went fast. We'll be back on tomorrow. No, Deacon Tony, let's offer a prayer. We ask Our Lady to pray for us today, all the angels and the saints to surround us and to pray for us, to bring us always to the merciful heart of Christ Jesus. We ask these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks to Jimmy, man of the board back there. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Born in weary land Where many a dream hath died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.